Welcome to Visma Ski Classics podcast, Livigno to Levi. Visma Ski Classics is the long distance ski championships with 12 pro tour events and 35 pro teams, bringing professional and recreational skiers together. We will analyze the events on the tour, portray the legends of the sport, and help you to become a better skier. Hello folks, once again, all Visma Ski Classics fans everywhere in the world. This is another exciting episode of Livigno to Levi. And now we are putting some focus on the events and more precisely on the new initiative, the Grand Classics. And we have the CEO of Marcellonga, Davide Stoffier here. How are you doing, Davide? Hello, and nice to be here or here at home, but uh, with you. <laughs> It's quite good here in Italy now. Uh, the situation is not the best one, but we are uh, slow by slow going to the, uh, as in the past. So uh, as good as in the past. Uh, things are slowly getting better over there, and but you've been kind of busy. You had the, uh, you always have the summer events and you also had the, a virtual cycling event earlier this spring. Yeah, due to coronavirus, we had obligated to to cancel the ordinary cyclist race that uh, were on plan the last uh, weekend of May, and it was here in Italy probably the worst period. So we we are not able to to do it in the in the ordinary version, and uh, we have tried to do this uh, with the virtual race and it was something really really new for us and for all the cyclists too because they use this uh, special training at home or just for training and never for 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 made a race and the results are quite exciting for us because more than 5000 people have to the 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 race the the virtual race good things it was that we have uh, recorded the the track, not all the track, just 20 kilometers from Pradazzo to Moena and then to Passo San Pellegrino. Uh, we have recorded it on, on the on the real street, and the people that are doing the virtual race can see exactly what we have recorded with the car. So uh, it. You know, we, we were everyone at home, and the, the weekend just going out, just for maybe for for go shopping and nothing else. Uh, and this is it was something good for for all the people because they they are uh, I think from twenty countries, and they can see now our streets and compete in something like a race. Uh, it was not an ordinary race because you know. Uh, there are no prizes, nothing, just for fun, and uh, and it was good. It was uh, the right moment and uh, and the right things to do in that period. Now we are focused on the running events. Uh, we really would like to do the ordinary running events. We are waiting uh, from from the government and uh, from the Trentino region the authorization because we have the running event at the first weekend of September. We are pushing hard to, to them to let us do it the, the race. Of course, it will be not like in the past, so people cannot stay together. Probably we have to change something in the start area and the finish area. But I think that it will be uh, really great uh, things uh, and uh, make good uh, perspective for uh, for the winter if we are able to do it so we, we are really focused about in uh, in these things now so going back to that virtual thing and it was a good experiment for you guys yeah. but do you think that that could be kind of the future that 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 type of technology and an idea is more utilized uh, in the future as well not just because of corona but generally speaking uh, I think that uh, in the right period uh, could be something great. Uh, I mean, maybe during the winter, people cannot go out with the with the bike, uh, for sure not here in Trentino. And, uh, and something like this could be really good even for training uh, that maybe was boring in the past because we are maybe just in a room or... Uh, uh, 
somewhere in the houses and just pushing hard on the on the on the cyclette and uh, see nothing and talk about nothing and this could be really good and uh, we are thinking to do something in the in winter season uh, maybe like a classic race uh, that could be uh, I, I, this is just an idea uh, the first weekend of uh, January so where people are at home because they are not working and uh, we can do a part of our races or maybe a part of uh, another another route and uh, why not people can enjoy something like a race uh, enjoy the the atmosphere of uh, of our territory and yeah i think that uh, this could be something good in the right period of course if you do something uh, in the middle of the summer people prefer to going out and we hope that uh, it will be like this but uh, when people cannot going out uh, this could be a uh, nice things but can we do that for skiing as well that you can do uh, same type of kind of treadmill uh, i i think that uh, cycling athletes are already used to uh, to training at home just because they can go out in the in the worst seasons so we have to do this and uh, uh, this type of uh, of uh, trainer smart trainer costs really a lot of money and uh, we are not able to find it in the in the last two months so i i mean uh, i think uh, that cycling uh, ordinary uh, athletes and uh, just recreational athletes that uh, enjoying the to going out and would like to arrive at the uh, at the moment uh, training a lot or or just a little bit to just to to, to be prepared at, to the to the right season cycling are already prepared to have this smart trainer at home uh if you would like to do something like this for running i think that nobody or really not so many people have this type of training at all because people can go in running and uh, without anything just you know just a shoes so i think that for running this could be uh, quite uh, hard to find a lot of people that have this smart trainer and maybe this could be uh, the same for for skier because I, I don't know one that have uh, a type of smart training like this for uh, for skier but you, you never know maybe in two or three years everyone uh, have something like this uh, in your in your home so in his home so could be great could be great of course uh, maybe with the with the bike the type of the trainer are more or less the same at home or or in the street uh, running could be the same maybe skier at home uh, it's quite hard you can do double pulling of course but uh, maybe not uh, skiing uh, like the ordinary skier do it you're right i mean double pulling of course it's doable there are double pulling machines that we can use and then use kind of the same technology as you guys use for the virtual cycling but uh, let's go back to this i winter. know i know that there is a, a company here in italy that uh, we are talking for last week last uh, last winter with them and uh, they would like to make some technologies in their colina connected to a virtual uh, a virtual uh, road so uh, maybe if you do two kilometers the first kilometer is not hard and then the second is harder and harder again so probably uh, of course uh, the technology is, uh, is going up and up so uh, i think that in five years maybe what we think now that is impossible in five years is common so indeed that might happen but let's go back to this winter much longer took place uh, uh, at the end of january at that time we didn't really have that many signs of a you know the corona outbreak uh, taking place and everything went well but if you go back to uh, this year's machalonga what's your sort of your own analysis of the race this year's 2020 machalonga uh the 2020 was a great year for us uh, everything going in the right direction 
you know, we come from um, 2019 that uh, we were a little bit scared uh, about the weather, not for the snow, but uh, what the the storm that happened in the in the autumn. So a lot of part of the track were destroyed, and uh, uh, last year was really really a huge. Uh, work for for all the organization of Marcelonga and even for the territory not just for us and so last year that uh, everything was like in the past so uh, the same work but uh, without big damage as the last the, the years before it was like uh, more simple and uh, so everything was in the right direction that the the snow is coming not so much but uh, it's coming so people enjoyed skiing uh, even in the in the first days of December, so it was a, a great a great uh, winter for us. It's finished uh, too early, but uh, for us it was it was enough. So it, it think about the last edition, it, everything was really really in the best direction, and I hope the same for the next year, of course. It's, it was indeed a great race, and we'll talk about Machalonga in more detail. But before that, let's hear what uh, the CEO of Visma Ski Classics, David Nielsen, wants to say about your race. Machalonga is one of the crown jewels of the Pro Tour. For sure, that's a natural choice when we were setting up the Grand Classics. I think for many of the skiers, the the one that they are most keen to win and most prestigious to win of all races, and it's always been. When you come to the valley, the Fiamme Valley and also the Passa Valley, you feel it's something special. It's this Italian family affair where you go through villages where they are standing out screaming, they are dancing, they have tons of crowd in Predazzo at the sprint, they have uh, the cascata in the end, this uphill where, where people are, are are all the way up. When you as an amateur recreation skier doing it, you feel you're surrounded by a fantastic, unmatchable atmosphere. That's, uh, I would say, is maybe the most strong significant of, of my Salonga. Everybody always talks about the magic, magic of my Salonga. I, and I quote that all the time, the magic, the Italian magic. But... Why is your race one of the, or maybe even the, the most popular? It has been, uh, that's just Nami Day, but it won uh, the best uh, uh, event of the year twice. So <laughs> why are you guys, or why is your race so good? Uh, I, think, I think that everything uh, is, uh, is from the territory, uh, not just from the landscape, uh, because, uh, of course, we have the Dolomites, we have the forest, we have the rivers, and you are able to to cross in 70k beautiful landscape and everything. But uh, I mean, even for the people that live here in uh, Fiemme and Fasavale, because the territory and the people that live on this territory love Marchalonga, and uh, and people that come here feels like at home or maybe better. Uh, it's really something that comes from behind, from inside of the people. So uh, we, we don't give money to the people to go uh, along the track to, to 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 see the race or to do something. People just enjoy to going out, and this is from 50 years that they do this the last weekend of January. So it's like a, a tradition for us now, or for for me for sure but for for uh, even for the ordinary people that live in, uh, in in our territory and maybe don't know nothing about uh, cross country ski or Bisbaski classic or uh, world Lopet or marchalonga they just know that the last weekend of january is the marchalonga weekend and they enjoy the to to go to see all these people that come and uh, skiing in our in our uh, in our races and uh, and this is something that is for sure is is, is something incredible because uh, I do other races of, of course around the world and uh, and this you you cannot see everywhere 
maybe there are something beautiful things, of course, in the other in other races or something else. But uh, the the participation about the 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 territory here is is really the the fundamental detail, I think. Yeah, it's the atmosphere that people keep yeah. talking about. Something special. Yeah, something special because uh, we are in great territories, uh, but uh, you are able to ski in the in the city center because uh, in Canate uh, is like this, in Pozza is like this, in Moena, in Predazzo, and in Cavalese you cross the the villages. So uh, you know, people maybe even the people that doesn't like skis, uh, they come just under their uh, window, so they are just there and see Marcelonga that cross the, the the villages and enjoy it. We made some little party. People, of course, uh, know the Italian styles that come here, so uh, they can eat well, drink well, for sure, and uh, go to dance. And it's not just a race. I think that people come here to do the race, but it's not just a race. Of course, the the elite skiers come here to to win the race, and this could be changing his life, uh, maybe the sport life for sure. All the other seven thousand five hundred people that compete in Marcelonga come here just for just for fun, and this is incredible. And uh, ski classic and uh, and this type of race are amazing about this because ordinary skiers can uh, compete. In the same track, at the same condition, more or less, uh, with the probably the best skiers that there is for this type of races. So compete just for fun, but with the best skier uh, in the world at the same time, at the same condition. And you can find another sport that you can do this. Probably just the running with the marathons. So uh, this is the two sports that you can compete with the best people at the same condition. And uh, of course, there are people that uh, took uh, five or six or ten hours more than the than the winner, but they they are there for for fun and to compete for the level. And the history of the race goes back to the late '60s when a bunch of guys kind of decided to have their own Vasalope type of <laughs> event. Yeah, you know, next year uh, we will celebrate the the 50th anniversary. Because it was in 1971, the first edition. It's not the 50 edition because we have lost uh, three edition uh, due to lack of snow in the in the first years, the 1989, I think. Uh, so it's, it's it's something that is come really from. It's like a story for our territory. If you come here in the past, uh, before the 71, probably. Fiemme and Fasa Valley, you are able to find two hotels, nothing more. Uh, in fact, the, the first Marcelonga, there was like a project where uh, people that are coming from abroad uh, have to stay in the in the houses of the, of the people. So because there are no hotels for everywhere, for everyone, people that have maybe one bed more, they open the, the houses and, and uh, let us come the, the athletes. And this is how the territory probably is one of the, the reasons why people love Marcelonga because he is for sure one of the things that have growing up the, the valley because tourism uh, is coming after Marcelonga. So not maybe just for, uh, after Marcelonga, but for sure after Marcelonga, something is changed here. And also one thing that everybody is amazed of is your ability to make the snow, the snowmaking facility and the you know, ability just to make sure that the race takes place every year, even if you don't have natural snow. Just a quick word about it. Uh, how, do you, how do you guys do it? Uh, it's uh, producing snow is really a hard work. And uh, if you think how clever uh, the Marcelonga CEO and the Marcelonga organization was in the past, because uh, they buy the first snow machine uh, more than 20 years ago, where no one uh, are expecting uh, winter like is ordinary now. So, 
and you know the snow guns cost a really a lot of money, uh, a huge quantity of money. So if we really have to to buy 30 snow guns that have now in just maybe five years or six years, uh, this was this will be impossible for an organization like Marcelonga for sure. But uh, the clever about the the Marcelonga organization in the past uh, to to invest money in this type of things uh, can now let us organize Marcelonga every year because. Uh, I mean, it was more than 20 years that uh, we invest money in this type of uh, solution because uh, probably they understand that something was changing. Uh, something. Sometimes I, I think about this and uh, I, I just think, uh, okay, 20 years ago they, they start to invest money in this direction and for sure it's, it was the, the right direction to, to continue in Marcelonga. Uh, what I have to do now for for uh, for do something for the for the next twenty years, and this is the the a really hard question for me. <laughs> but it is always quite amazing that every time you go there, I mean, it's you guys made the snow. I mean, sometimes, of course, you do get the natural snow as well, but at least some parts of the course. Uh, you know, are always man-made. Uh, I mean, uh, probably the eight percent of the of the course are made with artificial snow. Just the the upper part uh, in the, in Canate and in the north part of uh, Val di Fassa, uh, we can use uh, the the natural snow. Maybe just the natural snow, like it was in this year. And in fact, the problem or uh, the the change of the type of the snow this year made uh, quite some problem for the ordinary skier from the, in Val di Fassa and not in Val Fiume where we have the artificial snow. Yeah, it, it was it it is really uh, a huge work, and uh, but it's not made just for one race. You know, we are preparing the snow and march along a track for all winter season. So not all the track because, of course, where we cross the, the street, we cannot cover the snow in uh, December and, and use it till, uh, till March. But uh, we have more or less 50 kilo, kilometers of, uh, of track that uh, we are preparing as soon as possible and keep it even after March longer, so till the end of the season. And this is why probably we have a lot of people that skiing here in uh, that coming from our valley because people can ski uh, for free on our track for all the winter season so next i want to talk about you davide but before we do that uh, let's hear what our so some of our pro team athletes want to say about your race Hello, my name is Trud Ashle Jardalm. I'm three-time winner of Marcelonga. Marcelonga is the, the best race of all the races. All the races I've ever been, uh, participated in, from a normal World Cup to even the Olympics, I still uh, find Marcelonga the best one. And uh, my best experience is from uh, the second time I won which I had a lot of extra power to give. But the most exciting experience was the first time I did the Marcelonga. It was, yeah, the last hill. It is a killer of a hill. It is, you can feel great and you feel tired and you feel great and you feel tired. But when you come into the finish line and you see the goal, it's just a happy feeling. So you should try it. It's the best race of all time. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Ture Bardal. Uh, I used to be a cross-country skier for uh, Team Koteng, but uh, after this season I decided to uh, stop my professional skiing career and get a normal job. But uh, right now we're talking about uh, Marcelonga. Uh, Marcelonga is maybe the most special race we do the entire season. It's the highlight of the year, uh, along with Vasaloppe. Um, for me, Marcelonga has been the race I've always dreamt about winning. Uh, it's the race that suits me uh, the most with the uphill finish up Cascata. 
Um, I've done a lot of training specifically to, for Martelonga. Uh, it's a quite special race because you have such high speed for 67 kilometers and then there's a, a race to get to be within the top 10 when you cross the bridge and then the uh, the race completely changes and you're racing up the last hill and uh, winning up the last hill uh, requires some completely different skills than the rest of the race so it's a difficult race to win but uh, luckily this win will be a day i will remember for the rest of my life so Davide, this is uh, your third year as a CEO, correct? So you're still relatively new to this job, but can you shed us some light on your background a little bit and how you became the CEO of uh, Machalonga? Gloria Tretel used to be the one uh, for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you are the, the main guy. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, still strange for me to think about this because I was uh, a volunteer from, for Marcelonga from where I was child, if I mean, probably from the first years of my life. First time at the feeding station here in Predazzo, and then uh, with uh, Enzo Macor to help him in the organization of Marcelonga Story. And, uh, and this is growing, growing. And uh, after this, with Angelo Corradini to, to the sponsorships, and uh, and then when Gloria took uh, to go away from Marcelonga, uh, it was it was a, an opportunity for me, and uh, it was really something strange to think because I, uh, when I was child, Gloria is of course the CEO, but uh, the the point where uh, if you have any problem, you can go to 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 Gloria, and uh, she already had the, the solution about Marcelonga things, of course. And uh, so it's becoming my job uh, step by step. I've never think about to do this type of job before, but uh, but it was great. And now I, I, I can tell you that this is the best job that I, can, I ever had. So it's really good and beautiful. What's the hardest part of your job and then kind of the greatest part? Uh, you know, the, it's, it's something really really beautiful because uh, we are working for uh, an event that must be a fun event for for everyone the the beautiful or the worst part is that we work one year long for one day you know sometimes it's it's hard to to organize everything in advance but uh, it must be perfect for the for the perfect day so uh, everyone was have to be set for the for that day, and you can't miss it. Every everything. So, first year I I I sleeping with a, a notebook on my on, on my on my bed because sometimes during the night I was thinking about something, and uh, you know you you can't miss anything. But okay, I'm the CEO, but I have a a great team behind me. For sure, the office, uh, but uh, even all the volunteers, all the people that work for Marcelonga every day, uh, just for volunteers. Because uh, I mean, there are people not every day, but uh, maybe some days that they work, but just because they like Marcelonga and they live for Marcelonga and they would like to do the best for Marcelonga. And this is another things that make Marcelonga great. Because people work uh, or is volunteer for Marcelonga and they do the, the work and not just because they have to do it, but because they would like to do it. And uh, if Marcelonga is his one, so people do the work have as uh, it is his job, so as better as they can. So you still have that notebook with you? Whenever yeah, you of course, uh... of course. Now I have, <laughs> but then, uh, not uh, not on the side of my bed. No, I, I have my my son on the side of on the side of my bed. <laughs> no more. Speaking of your organization, how many people do you have working uh, for you or for for the organization? Uh, so we are uh, five people in the office that uh, we are working uh, all all year uh, for Marcelonga. 
for the side events that uh, you know is a hard job the, too because in this uh, in the much longer weekend we have uh, a lot of side events that have more or less uh, 2,000 participants just in the side events so it's like a side events but it's it's bigger than the other races maybe uh, so we are five people that working uh, all years long we have two summer events and they side events too so um, we have split our work during the year with the other two races and it's great for us and great for the territory because we are able to connect people uh, even from other sports or uh, other sports people to to Marcelonga and uh, and then the organization of Marcelonga is made uh, like uh, a pyramid we call it capositore it's mean uh, the head of uh, a type of work and then they people they have their own volunteers behind them so there are organizations with uh, 100 volunteers behind a, a sector and people that maybe there are just two or three people behind them but uh, like this people are are uh, enjoying and uh, as i told you before they they come here not to do to do a job but because they like to do so and you also mentioned earlier that this is a kind of a dream job. It's something you couldn't imagine doing uh, way back uh, when you got, got involved. But did you have a skiing background or how did you gonna get involved with skiing? Uh, I was an downhill skier. Uh, so I made alpine skis from when I was a child and uh, I, I was never thinking to to do a cross-country race when I was a child, you know, it's, 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 too, it's like two gang, the, the downhill skis or alpine skis and the cross-country skiers. So uh, I have a lot of friends that have to cross-country, but much better than the alpine skis, I think, now. Uh, because you are alone in the forest, you can do your piece without any hurry, you not know, just going down as fast as you can, uh, like, like it is in, in alpine skis. So I really enjoy it now, and I think that uh, if I have to, to decide to to one sport to my son, I think that uh, cross country will be the, the first one. And uh, so that's it. Uh, I made Marcelonga five or six times, uh, improving year by year, and, uh, and then it's coming this opportunity to do to do this type of job, and uh, I just leave the skis there that weekend. But uh, you know, to see the the preparation of the of the track, uh, I can go skiing uh, not every day, but every Sunday to to check the the part of the, of the course that is ready, and maybe do other races during the year uh, around the world. Why not? So when you did the uh, the fir first Machalonga 2007, can you recall the feeling that you had after that, that you survived 70K of skiing, being an alpine or downhill skier? <laughs> yeah, I, I was really no prepared for, uh, for, uh, for something like Marcelonga. I was younger than now, so, you know, three o'clock or something like that, I was in the Cavalese, and it was really nice. And uh, for people that uh, live here in the in valley, uh, to Marcelonga is something special because uh, you cross maybe Predazzo uh, and there are people that know you, but maybe you can see just uh, in the street uh, during the year that uh, make noise for you and clap their hands for me. And this was really beautiful. And, you know, in Predazzo, I'm, I'm living in Predazzo and uh, I am from Predazzo. Uh, there is something that uh, the, there is the civic band that playing in the in the center of Predazzo uh, just till 12 o'clock. So for people that come from Predazzo, uh, the main objective is not arriving Calavese or arriving Calavese in, in that time. It's cross Predazzo before 12 o'clock that you can see the band that playing the songs. This is the first the, the first thing. So the first years uh, this was the objective. Uh, the, our objective uh, arriving in production before 12 o'clock. Uh, in uh, in Moena, people that come from Moena can stop there and drink coffee, probably not just coffee and something else, 
and uh, and then going away. And you know, there are some stories like this for Marcelonga, and this Marcelonga is still alive, and this is the beautiful thing for us because it's really that is deep in the in the in the territory and the in the people. Those are exactly the kind of stories that make your race so special. And I think this is a good opportunity for us to listen to some of those stories from regular <laughs> folks and just from uh, recreational skiers and uh, kind of get a little bit of a touch of the magic that you guys have at Machalonga. I am Leszek Kosherov, ski press officer of Big Piastów and also Skyr. I love Marcialonga. Last adventure in this year. On the start, I realized that I have Salomon boots and Fisher Speedmax skis. No fit in. My friends from Big Piastów and other people tried to adjust Salomon to Fisher, but it was, of course, mission impossible. I had got to realize that I must find Salomon skis. It's easier to find skis than boots. Skis could be shorter or longer. Boots, no. So I ask and ask next people, more than 20, I lost my skis, I can't start, do you have Salomon skis? I have to rent. Nobody had Salomon skis, time was slipping away, next starts waves were going away. Situation was getting dramatical, but I knew, never give up. When last wave of 70 kilometers was preparing to start, I noticed a man with Salomon skis staying near the parking. I asked him in English, showing what's going on. This man, named Luca, sat in Italian, showing skis automobile. Oh yes, Luca was my saver. Uh, his skis were very short, but okay, for me was enough. After 70 kilometers fighting, I asked Luca for contact on Facebook, but he, know, he, he, he knows only Italian, not English. But I had contact with his sister and I invited them for Big Piastów. They invited me to Suneo in Italian, where they live. So uh, my Marcialonga was full of adventure and with new friends. So as we can hear, people really, really have so many good stories about Marcialonga and I've done the race myself so many times. It is really magical as we have now defined. But Visma Ski Classics, if we think about that and now you guys are part of the new initiative, Grand Classics, for big races. What do you think about that? Great opportunity for, uh, for Marcialonga to collaborate with these other uh, three races. We really need every every time and uh, every day to to make uh, the focus on the march longer because it's uh, it's a great sport but uh, we don't have a lot of visibility like other sports so we have to continue to focus on the promote march longa and uh, cross country in general and uh, and this type of things i think that uh, that is great because they collect a lot of interest uh, from the newspapers from the TV uh, uh, and it's great I was thinking that even the the athletes do something like Grand Classic even for the ordinary skiers so uh, because I, I we have to be clear how many people can win the four the four races in one year probably there are no more than 10 people that can do this uh, and everything must go in the right direction for 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 win four races. Uh, but uh, there are a lot of people that maybe are would like just to do the four races in one year or in two years, and they don't know. And uh, so I mean, we have to to focus about the recreational skiers too. So this is a great opportunity for us for the elite skier. Uh, but uh, I mean, I think that. All the other three races are with me, I, I think, uh, that we have to, to do something like this, even for the recreational skier. And of course, all of these four races, yourself included, have been very prestigious and famous for years now, even uh, before Visma Ski Classics. But what has Visma Ski Classics, the brand, the Pro Tour, brought to you guys that you didn't have before, even if you've been, as I said, popular 
you know, ever since the uh, the beginning? Uh, you know, it's like uh, it's like a World Cup now. Uh, probably we can't use this name, but uh, it is this. Uh, so it's the best skiers in the world uh, that compete in a, in a, in a tour, uh, and this tour is, is ski classic. I mean, everywhere now is is well known as this. So uh, as the World Cup of the of the long distances. Uh, ski racing, ski classic have to really a uh, huge work for uh, for even for Marcelonga for sure, uh, even for the other three. I mean, because uh, without this, uh, you know, we probably we will have uh, the. I'm I'm not sure that uh, without ski classic, uh, we still have this number of uh, recreational skier and uh, interest of the media and everything because of course uh, people from probably uh, 500 to 7500 are not interested to 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 the to the lead skier but as i told you before this is really great for them because they can compete uh, against their maybe their idol because this year in marcelonga they were peter nortuk uh, shirot uh, next year have other people that are great and people can compete against them. And maybe they were in Lago di Tesoro two years before or uh, in the first day or in, uh, in January and uh, and see these people just from the fancy and cannot go inside uh, to compete with them. And in Marcelonga or in the other races of Ski Classic, they can. And of course, for Marcelonga, Ski Classic a great job even for the TV because now you know that the imagine and the video of Marcelonga are shared in 20 nations around the world uh, due to Ski Classic. So this is great for us. And I, uh, as, as I told you before, I think that Ski Classic now is like the, the World Cup for the, for the lead skier and win the, the yellow beep uh, at the end of the season it's not uh, it's not less than win the world cup and you also get a, quite a lot of international skiers like 2000 from norway for example yeah more than more than half are from uh, from abroad in this year uh, scandinavian uh, are for sure the the most of uh, now we are looking for uh, great people, great uh, numbers that growing up uh, every year from Czech Republic, from Poland, from Russia. Russia, I think, is the one of the, the country that increase every year uh, and every year. And uh, and this is great for us and uh, and even for the territory because we can share our our territory with a lot of people and. You know, in the past, uh, uh, we have made a um, case study about Marcelonga, and the result uh, was that Marcelonga bring here in Fiemme and Fassa Valley more than uh, 40,000 people in uh, one year, or 40,000 people that stay in Fiemme and Fassa Valley for, in one year. And this is a lot of money for, for, for the territory, for sure. And uh, we are living in probably one of the best places in the world. So people enjoy to come here for sure for the race, but even for for enjoy the, the travel or, or something else that they can do here. Maybe just going to do downhill skis the day after Marcelonga or come in the summer and climb the Dolomites. You, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity for, for the territory have a lot of people that are coming abroad uh, like this in Badifiembe or Badifasa. So as you said, you know, Visma Ski Classics has definitely uh, fortified and solidified uh, Machalonga's reputation and brand. But is there anything that you feel Visma Ski Classics do, could do in the future? Any other developments, enhancements, new ideas? You know, it's, it's hard because the, the world is changing every day. News from today in three days are, are old. So... Uh, it's really hard to to stay on the top of the interest now. As I told you before, I think that uh, we as organization and uh, but uh, Ski Classic too 
have to take care about the recreational skier, not with big things, but just keep in mind that Vitsubishi Classic is the is the top, and uh, people like to see the top uh, because uh, it's like a beautiful car. Uh, maybe I can never uh, buy a beautiful car, but I like to see it, and uh, when I see one, I go there and touch it or uh, do something. So. People, the recreational skiers, see ski classic as the top that maybe they can't reach because if they are not in good shape, I think ordinary skiers cannot reach the, the level of the elite skier. But they must be more open to well see from the from the research, from the recreational skier. I think. And what do you hope to achieve, not just Machalonga, but Visma Ski Classics, the sports itself? What do you want to uh, want to achieve uh, in the long run, like in five years' time? You just mentioned that times are tough, you know, at, at the moment. But when you look ahead and think <laughs> about the next five years or so, uh, you know, in this period, there's something strange to think about the future because uh, what we were thinking that uh, was ordinary in in just Three, three months, it was completely changed. As I told you, uh, sometimes I w- I'm a little bit scared to think about what Marcellonga has do in these years and uh, how he's uh, changed year by year and is uh, still in the same position from 50 years to now. We have to, we have to change and go in the right direction as the people who like or as the people are interested in. Uh, you know, Marcelonga have changed a lot of things during the year. Classic technique, the free technique, and then the classic technique again. We have to be able to change with, uh, with the, as the time is changing. Of course, uh, we have a tradition and not changing everything or uh, changing our ideas, but cross-country uh, is a really small sport. We, we can compete with uh, football or other sports. And uh, so we have to, to understand when it's time to change and what we have to do to change. Uh, it, it's hard because if you are too much changeable, I mean, there are these type of races, the strongman run or something like this, that in one year they reach a huge number of participants. And then in two, after two years, there are no one that would like to do it again because it's still... The same. It's quite hard because uh, you have to make a step uh, in the tradition and another one uh, looking about the future and what you have to change. This is our goal, stay in the top. I can certainly understand that. Being a CEO of Marcellonga, you have to keep your eyes and ears open all the time and be ready for anything and all kinds of changes. But in a short run, next year, of course, you're now looking, looking into 2021. What about next year? What are, what are you hoping to? What kind of much longer are we going to see next year? Uh, next, we have, we are, next year, uh, we are really happy to celebrate this uh, 50th anniversary. We like to do is uh, is really give the opportunity to the people to understand uh, really our stories. We, we are working uh, in a lot of uh, project to to this. And, uh, and make the, the race and the track as better as we can. Uh, so this is our main goal for sure. Uh, main goal is make the snow and prepare the, the track. And then all the other things are side things, but next year it will be an important anniversary for us. Maybe make some small news, but, well, but good news like it was the prizing ceremony in the afternoon in the main square. Uh, it was probably 20 years that Marcelonga don't do an, uh, an prizing ceremony, an ordinary one, and do this in the, in the, in the, in the center of Cavalese at five o'clock, where all the people are there to see the skier that are still arrived. It was something good. And I mean, I think that the athletes, really enjoyed because they were in uh, in a square with no less than 2000 200 people sorry 2000 people behind them so it was really nice we are focused to find this type of things and uh, 
as I told you, do our best uh, to give the best opportunity to the people to ski their own marchalonga as they wish. So since you have the celebration and the anniversary year coming, I assume you will have big parties as well. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's quite hard to make a big party in Marchalonga because uh, in this year, a lot of people have organized their own one. And it's like a tradition. Uh, the people that come and sleep in Prodazza know that after Marchalonga, in Prodazza, there is a party for the people that have to Marchalonga. Uh-huh. So if you do a big party in Cavalese, maybe there are not so many people because uh, people are to do maybe 1,000 or party everywhere and not there in Marcelonga. Uh, but uh, we are looking uh, and we are looking about this. And as a last question, kind of sum, sum up everything we've been talking about. If someone is listening to this and thinking about coming over to Marcelonga, someone who hasn't done your event or your race yet, what would you like to say to that person and make uh, him or her, her come? If uh, when I, I were everywhere in the world i uh, i took some gadget from marcelonga that could be a hat suitcase or something like that with the name of marcelonga and you never know how many people can stop me and tell me in the middle of the forest in peru it, it was the the best one uh, we meet other traveler that's coming from uh, usa and they stop me oh, you, uh, we have to marcelonga because they have seen my head and uh, we are talking two hours about the stories about Marcelonga. Uh, so I really don't know if one people that enjoy cross-country skis have never known something about Marcelonga. So, I mean, the, the stories and uh, how the people talk about Marcelonga is the, is the great promotion that we have. So I don't think that we have to talk about something uh, to, the, to the people. People well know Marcelonga. And uh, and I'm sure that we have to be honest uh, in this direction too. People came came here in Trentino and uh, stay in beautiful hotels, uh, eat really well, drink, and uh, so it's it's not they come here not just for the race. So simply said, if you're into cross country skiing, you need to do much longer at least once in your life. Yeah, I think so. But uh, it's like it's like for a runner the New York uh, marathon. Or, uh, or is something for the cyclists do the Mont Ventoux or Alpes d'Huez. Uh, it's something that if you love one sport, there is something that is like La Mecca, uh, where you have to go one time in your life. And if you like it, maybe come back again. Thank you very much, Davide. Very enlightening. It's really nice to hear that you guys are working hard, you know, for the next year and for the future. And I believe that next year you're 50th anniversary will be the greatest so far. Grazie and have a good summer to everyone. This podcast is a W Sports Media production.